Straw Hut Media. Coined the Gen Z Whisperer by the New York Times and the Beauty King by The Guardian, Hiram Yarbo is quite possibly the most influential beauty guru in the world right now. Since 2017, he has grown his audience to more than 12 million devout followers across his social media channels, through his transparent beauty product reviews, and celebrity skincare reactions. While Hiram has had a social media presence for more than five years, he amassed most of his following during the 2020 pandemic, when his TikTok page went viral thanks to his self-deprecating but high-energy personality, impeccable skin, and lack of vanity. Honestly, look at his skin. It's perfection. Unlike many other beauty bloggers, Hiram doesn't glamorize trendy skincare or beauty products to amass his millions of views. Instead, he focuses on making important skincare information accessible and breaks down which products are affordable, ethical, and effective. Today on Pride, we talk to Hiram about the intense pressure that comes with giving public beauty advice, his new line of sustainable skincare products, and how to walk the talk when it comes to social issues. But first, we'll go back to where it all began, with a young closeted gay boy in Arizona, dreaming of a way out. Aloha everyone, it's Hiram and this is Pride. talked about it before but the reason I want to talk about it is because I'm from Arizona and no way. I'm also I didn't grow up that far from you honestly really? so you're in, you were in Yavapai County I grew up um, about 20 miles south of Sedona in like oh. you would probably know the exit off the 17 it was the McGuireville exit which will tell oh you a lot goodness. yes um, <laughs> not that far so today when we were getting ready for the interview and they're like, oh, have you ever heard of this place in Arizona? And I was like, no. Then I looked on the map and I was like, oh, by Chino Valley. Yes, I have. Literally over the hill through Jerome, you would yes. have been there. Oh my gosh, so, you're one of the few people in the world who knows where Chino Valley is. Props to you. That is impressive. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because that would have been like the, I don't want to say it's the bigger city, but it would have been like the bigger town next to your town. <laughs> Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was. Um, technically, I was from Paulden, but no one knows where that is. And usually no one knows where Chino Valley is. Uh, I usually say Prescott, which is like the big city, I guess you could say. But Chino Valley was right next to me. I mean, I lived out in the middle of nowhere. I always tell people like the closest gas station to me was about a 25 minute drive away, 30 minute drive away. So that just shows you how out and about I was. But it sounds like you were too. Like, oh my goodness. I would actually imagine the high school I went to for freshman year was Mingus Union. And I would imagine oh, your high school Mingus. probably. Oh yeah. my gosh. So Sorry, these best. terms are just like, I have not thought about these terms <laughs> in so long. Low-key triggering, but also awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah. Wow, that's so crazy. What are the chances? Hiram grew up in a small town in Arizona to Mormon parents. His dad was a rancher and spent most of his time outside. There's elements of my childhood I'm really grateful for, like being able to be raised in an environment where we're always outside and have appreciation for nature, uh, appreciation for really hard work. Uh, ranching work is not easy, um, not the most glamorous thing in the world. And I think for me, it really taught me how to appreciate uh, any opportunities that would come my way, because truthfully, being 
out there in the middle of the nowhere, you just really didn't get much opportunity for anything. So it really taught me how to be hardworking. Growing up in remote Arizona is like living on the set of Mad Max. Minus Charlize Theron, plus cacti, rattlesnakes, and coyotes. Desaturated and dull, which I can say because I am a fellow Arizonan. So for someone colorful like Hiram, it's no surprise he had dreams of greener, cooler pastures. But that wasn't the only reason Hiram was looking to get out of Arizona. The environment I was raised in was very suppressive um, to, you know, um, any straying from traditional thinking, uh, and that includes homosexuality. And from a young age, I, I knew that I was gay, um, but it was something I, you know, for my own uh, well-being and my own safety, I had to keep private. And so that definitely tainted a lot of the life experiences I had growing up, uh, but it definitely created a desire for me to get out of that environment and work really hard to make sure I build a life outside of the environment of my dreams. I had these dreams and these aspirations and internally I knew who I was and I knew that the way people around me treated, you know, so many others, but particularly, um, you know, people who were gay was wrong. And I, you know, had so many ideas and philosophies about the world that I knew, you know, were, were, good and true, just like, you know, empathy and kindness. And even though my environment really discouraged um, that type of thinking, um, I always stuck with what I knew. And that's something I'm really grateful for, because it can feel really overwhelming to be constantly surrounded by people around you who are very close-minded, um, who aren't supportive, um, who reject, you know, anything other than what they want for you or what they expect out of people. And it's really hard to keep pushing forward. And that's something Thing I'm so grateful for that I stuck to when I knew I pushed forward and I just kept dreaming. And that's honestly one of the biggest recommendations I have. Hope is such a powerful thing. And it's honestly what got me through, you know, all the worst times of my life. I knew that life could be better than what I was experiencing, that there was opportunity and that one day I would be able to, you know, leave my hometown and I'd be able to build a future for myself and that I didn't have to be surrounded by people who were, you know, negative and just very toxic to my mental health. And honestly, you know, with my life, I really didn't have much proof of that uh, because I really didn't have much exposure to, you know, that world outside of my own community, but I, I kept that hope. And if you're someone who is struggling to stay afloat and you just feel like the world is caving in around you and you feel like, you know, you'll never be supportive and you'll never find people who will love you for who you are, or you'll never be able to accomplish your dreams. Um, there is hope outside of that. And you can get past that and you can, you know, um, pursue your opportunities. You can get out of that environment. And there's such an incredible life to live with so many opportunities. And if I was talking to my younger self, I would, I would tell, you know, my younger self that exact thing, just keep pushing. Don't listen to what others are saying, you know, keep moving forward and, and you'll make it out of this. At the age of 18, Hiram left the desert and traveled nearly 3,000 miles to the beautiful island of Oahu in Hawaii, where he only intended to stay for two years while pursuing his education. I'd never been here. I didn't know anyone. It was a rough start. Um, I had absolutely no money. I had to, you know, drop out of school because I was literally taking ramen noodles, splitting it in half. One was breakfast, one was dinner, and I was still in debt. And I was about to be homeless. I had just no funding, no money whatsoever. Um, and thankfully was able to really pull myself um, out of that situation um, uh, and, you know, work to get to this specific moment. Mm -hmm. 
Hiram combined his passion for skincare and love of social media to become the voice of his generation for anyone looking for real beauty advice. From honest reviews on products to personal skincare recommendations, Hiram has been sharing helpful tips and tricks with his followers for years. In June 2021, after years of reviewing hundreds of products by countless beauty brands, Hiram finally shared a skincare line with his followers he literally put his name on the line for. Selfless by Hiram was released in the summer of 2021. Hiram's iconic social mantra, ingredients don't lie, bitch, can be heard in most of his videos as a way of holding brands and products accountable, including his own. While this catchphrase may seem a bit much, it's direct and to the point. Just like Hiram, his personal mantra is much the same. Um, empathy, practicing empathy. I think empathy is one of the most beautiful things because it allows, you know, um, it allows us to take on the worldview of someone else and uh, appreciate, you know, uh, the challenges and the successes that they're able to accomplish. And I, I noticed that when I started viewing the world through an empathetic approach because truthfully growing up in the environment that i did i it made me into a very negative and hateful person almost a product of my environment because i was just surrounded by so much of that and when it really began to shift was when i began practicing an empathetic approach and you know not only towards myself but also towards other people and thinking about you know how i can better the world in a small way, how I can, you know, create a positive influence. And, um, and it's, it's allowed me to, you know, do the best that I can to, um, have some kind of grounding as I, you know, go through all the incredible experiences that I've been able to go through over the past years because of, um, you know, uh, everything that's happened online. Uh, but practicing empathy has really allowed me to just, you know, keep myself as grounded as possible. And I, I think a another element is surrounding yourself with people um, who really inspire you to be a better person. I know it's somewhat cliche, but it's really true that the people you surround yourself with can, you know, influence you for the worst or for the better and i love that i'm able to lead a life now surrounded by people whom i really respect and look up to and who do things that i'm you know reflect back on myself and say wow i really want to be like them i really want to challenge myself to be a better person and to you know um you know add light to the world in the way that they are um i'd say that's definitely an another element and Finally, I'd say what I've learned over the past few years is taking time to disconnect and really, um, for me personally, connect with nature. Um, I am a big like nature person. You'll always catch me on hikes or I try to go to the beach as often as I can or just uh, going on drives through nature because there's something so calming and peaceful about it and allows me to really um, just go through personal self-reflection um, and whatever that may be for every individual I feel like everyone has their one thing where they can just disconnect and recharge. Hiram is a beacon of light for so many in the dark world of social media. His advice encourages others to feel more confident in their skin and his vulnerability shows his followers that everyone has insecurities and that's okay. I always struggle to like be honest with myself about how I'm doing because I am the king of saying, I'm fine, I'm fine, everything's fine, don't worry about anything, I'm fine. Um, but I'd say in, in this moment, I, I'm doing okay. Um, I, you know, 
confidence is something that I've always really struggled with. Um, I've talked on my channel about my, um, you know, struggle with uh, an eating disorder and body dysmorphia, which heavily influences and will influence for the rest of my life, uh, the way I perceive myself. And, you know, so much of, I'd say my self-perception is tied to that element. Um, and so when I go through moments of, you know, where someone naturally just like gains a little bit of weight or, you know, isn't exercising as much or stuff like that, because, you know, say recently I haven't been able to exercise as much because I've just been so busy with work. Um, I have to work really hard to not let it affect my confidence. And I think the thing for me that has really helped with, you know, embracing myself is to not be in this, passive cycle of always, you know, saying, I have to have good confidence. I have to, you know, um, always think that I look great and always think that I look good. And I have to, you know, always tell myself positive affirmations because for me personally, sometimes that means almost that I'm glazing over the reality of how I feel and I'm almost ignoring what my real emotions are. And I think taking time to really reflect and identify what you're really feeling, how you feel and say that that's okay is one of the best things you can do. And for me personally has made such a huge difference, which is why, you know, I, I feel comfortable being able to say, you know what? Confidence, something I struggle with. I don't necessarily feel confident all the time, but I do have things about myself that I, you know, really like. I think I'm a, a hard worker. I think I'm um, one of the things I actually like about myself, kind of like what you said, is uh, able to be a hype man. I feel like I'm uh, one of the things I love doing is really hyping people up and making people feel good about themselves. And I try to, you know, appreciate those things while I work on my um, confidence. Um, and I'd say moments where I feel the most confident um honestly like helping others is a big one we all find confidence in different ways some people find confidence in their athletic abilities while others may find it in beating their face for the gods but for hiram his confidence stems from his ability to give back to his community i've noticed when i do little acts of service um or you know i uh, for my brand, for example, when we, you know, get updated statistics from our nonprofit partners detailing how many, you know, acres of rainforest have been protected because of the brand or how many people have been provided ac uh, access to clean drinking water, or I'm able to work with a, um, you know, nonprofit or talk with an activist or whatever it may be in moments where I'm really focused on how I can, you know, use my voice to make a positive change in the world. That's funny enough um, when I feel the best about myself. And it's really interesting because it has nothing to do with where a lot of my lack of confidence, you know, um, is stored, which is, you know, in my physical appearance and body. But I feel like it's almost a, you know, a reminder to me that to, to you know, not be so focused on the way I look and how I'm perceived and all these little elements and focus more on, you know, what is more qualitative um, work to me, which is doing my best to make the world a better place. So in those moments, I feel the most confidence and, uh, you know, and I'm just working through it every day. We'll, we'll see what I say a year from now, five years from now, who knows? <laughs>Don't go away. When we come back, we'll discuss how skincare and environmental issues intersect and learn about the gayest ingredient of them all, rainbow algae. Social media star and skincare guru Hiram Yarbo packed up his life in Paulden, Arizona and crossed the Pacific Ocean to start over in Hawaii. 
While the Aloha State may have helped him escape an oppressive religious environment back home, like many LGBTQ people, Hiram would have to unpack his trauma. It took a lot <laughs> to be able to like change that and shift it and put, you know, um, that energy towards something positive. And I, I have always been honest about this and I will, <laughs> um, and I have no shame in saying it, a, a lot of therapy. It definitely took a lot of, you know, going to a counselor, going to a therapist, talking through a lot of these things um, in order for me to kind of have this shift. But, you know, I, I think for me, um, uh, I, I think a, a quality that I do appreciate about myself is uh, just my drive like I, I definitely am very strong-willed um, and so you put me in an environment where I'm not happy and I will do everything in my power to get out of it and so in a way you know my upbringing was you know almost had a positive impact in the sense that it I don't know if I ever would have had the same drive that I do had I you know lived in a really comfortable environment Hiram credits his difficult upbringing for making him the person he is today. Though he has cut ties or been cut off by people from his past, he is here to say it does get better. I think, you know, your strength and your strong willingness, um, which was, you know, usually painted as a negative aspect of myself growing up, I think that can be one of your greatest strengths because it'll be the thing that carries you through all those, you know, turbulent times and will be able to allow you to build the future that you want. And I don't think it's something that you should be ashamed of. And uh, you know, having heard so many stories of, you know, um, queer individuals who were rejected um, by, you know, their families or their community or whatever it may be, um, I'm always so inspired to hear their stories of what's happened afterwards because they're just such strong individuals. So the best thing you can do, in my opinion, is to take those negative experiences and really use them as your strength and your force to be able to not only push out of that environment, but also, you know, build the future that you know you deserve. Selfless by Hiram currently offers five beauty products made with high-performing earth conscience ingredients because ingredients matter. Remember, the beauty brand is also a catalyst for social change. Every product purchased from Selfless contributes to the causes close to his heart, including clean drinking water and the protection of tropical forests. Hiram also includes how raw materials for his line are sourced and harvested for sustainability and transparency, something his Gen Z audience looks for. His product sourcing is said to not hurt the environment, or it helps the environment grow or regrow the ingredient. That transparency that just seems to kind of radiate off of you through all of your history, through everything that you've accomplished, it seems like your brand is really prides itself on this like pursuit of transparency. Ingredients don't lie. And, and that seems to be like the case with selfless. Do you feel that your inability to be transparent about who you were when you were young influenced this desire and commitment to such, I would say, like professional or corporate transparency with goals and ingredients and, and products. Do you think that was part of it? Wow, that, what, that is one of the best questions I have ever been asked because I've never even thought about it that way, to be honest. But yes, I can totally see a link. You know, I think 
it was so difficult growing up feeling like I just was trapped and could not say what I needed to say because I felt unsafe. Um, anyone who's been in a similar situation just knows the absolute, you know, just craziness that you experience not being able to really express who you are, say the things that you want to say, or just, you know, live the life that you want to live. And um, I've always just been attracted to people um, in every sense of life who are just brutally honest, authentic, um, you know, wear their heart on their sleeve, because I think there is a strength to that, you know? I, um, uh, I think there's so much power in just being able to put everything out on the table and say, this is who I am, this is what I think, this is what I believe. If you don't like it, deal with it, you know, move on, uh, go somewhere else. You know, I, I think there is, just so much power in being able to do that. And so, uh, funny enough, um, I, I am somewhat of an, not somewhat, I am a very introverted person and I am somewhat non-confrontational as well, um, but I took it kind of upon myself to make my channel um, the true expression of my thoughts and feelings with no filter, just being able to say whatever I wanted to say um, unapologetically. And, you know, funny enough, because of my upbringing, you know, even the person I was when I started my channel was definitely not like that. Um, I way too non-confrontational traditionally um, to feel comfortable doing that, but it was so great to be able to have an outlet like YouTube to just be able to give that energy and it's it's really translated over into my personal life as well like I, I feel like I'm a much stronger person than who I was when I started my channel because of my ability and thankfully the you know open-mindedness and open arms that my you know, subscribers show me in order to have that translated into my channel and into my brand as well and I think I've been able to grow, but you just, you kind of blew my mind by saying that because I've literally never even thought about that, but it totally makes sense. <laughs> you know, I, I have seen a, a, a lot of activism start to become, you know, more um, popular online, which I think is incredible because I think social media is the most powerful thing in order to spearhead a lot of these issues that have gone silent for so long that have, you know, been permitted to continue. Um, and I, I will say I am the type of person who doesn't necessarily, um, what's the word, um, really hyper fixate on what someone's intentions may be when it comes to, say, um, activism around a certain issue. Um, part of me is definitely like, hey, it's contributing to the bigger conversation. There's change that needs to be happening. The more people that talk about this, the better. It's one thing to talk the talk and another to walk the walk. But sometimes you just have to walk the talk. Do I feel more of a tendency to be vocal about this because I actually care or because you know um it's it's what's expected and for me i take moments like that as an opportunity to say how can i actually walk the talk and be passionate about these issues and be committed to 
change the world in a positive way. And I, I think it's important that we as individuals just have those moments of personal reflection and really say to ourselves, why are we involved in this way? And, you know, part of the reason I love the internet is um, because of call out culture. Um, like, I love that um, the dynamic I have with my subscribers is they're able to, you know, um, correct me whenever I say anything wrong about a skincare ingredient or a skincare product and immediately tell me when I messed up, how I need to fix it. I love that because it allows me to, um, you know, make sure I'm not spreading misinformation, make sure that I know as much as possible and I'm able to, you know, help my audience in the best way that I can. Um, and I am grateful that the internet is there to be able to hold people accountable in that way to make sure that there's um, the best intent always present. Over 780 million people worldwide do not have access to clean drinking water. Selfless by Hiram works with the Thirst Project to bring clean drinking water to communities in Eswantini by building local water wells. The brand also works with Rainforest Trust to fight the battle against climate change. Why? Tropical forests contain 66% of the world's biodiversity and support the livelihoods of a billion people. In 2019, we lost 80,000 acres of tree coverage. That's a football field every six seconds. The organization works to protect forests from deforestation. I do think that at this moment, the most pressing issue of our time is climate change, just because of how it will you know, affect the entire world, um, all of humanity, how it will disproportionately affect people you know in certain regions or of um, <clears throat> certain incomes or you know um, just all the different elements of it I think it's it's a really big issue and that's why I'm super glad like with with my brand I was able to you know help channel it to be able to make a positive impact in that way that's truthfully like why I was so passionate about creating a brand was because I was like I need to do something more than just a one-off donation this is driving me crazy I need to create something that is going to residually and continually create change I didn't go into the interview with Hiram expecting skincare advice, but when you have the king of beauty uninterrupted for almost an hour, can you blame me? I'm very much like a bar of soap and some Cetaphil. I know I need to be better, right? Like <laughs> Cetaphil lotion and a bar of soap. I gotta be better. So gotcha. I would say like, I'm getting old. Mm. That's, the, that's the big concern. In, in all honesty, probably just like dryness because my face is pretty dry. I'm in Arizona mm. right now. Um, it's like a tumbleweed up in here. Mm, okay, well, I would say if you want to help both of those issues, I would recommend that the one product you take is the Retinol Rainbow Algae Repair Serum, just because um, retinol is such a powerful ingredient to help, um, you know, um, really repair the signs of damage and uh, specifically, you know, things like premature aging and all those issues. Um, but it also has a complex, um, specifically using an ingredient, squalene, um, that's really, really nourishing to the skin um, and good for someone who has dry skin. So I'd say if you kind of want a two-in-one experience, uh, definitely the retinol serum. Well, and rainbow algae sounds very gay. <laughs> I know, I, right? I'm assuming it's rainbow? <laughs> yes. So actually, um, it's the way that the algae operates in water is that it almost has like a prismatic um, iridescent effect when light shines through it. So it appears to look almost rainbow uh, in when it's underwater. So it's, it, it's very gay. And I love that. <laughs>
How can you not? This product feels like it was custom made for the LGBTQ community. But how do you find and source sustainable products that are good for the environment and benefit the skin? Personally, I'm picturing Hiram in a scuba diving suit browsing the bottom of the ocean for inspiration. You know, I wish it was that epic, um, but how it worked was um, kind of a balance of, you know, skin effectiveness as well as, you know, an opportunity to find an ingredient that can, you know, um, be as sustainable as we can possibly find. Um, one of the, you know, things when it comes to sourcing specific ingredients is whether, you know, it's it's renewable, whether it, you know, negatively negatively impacts the environment or the people um, that, you know, are around it or source it. And the great thing about rainbow algae is that, you know, when it's cut properly, um, it'll regrow in a way that doesn't harm the organism at all. And uh, it's completely renewable. And, um, and then on top of that, when I was able to see the skin uh, effectiveness data um, for how well it helps, you know, um, fight the appearance of hyperpigmentation and dark spots in the skin. Um, that's really when I was like, ooh, I love this ingredient, particularly because it works really well alongside retinol to, you know, um, really boost those effects. Um, but I didn't find it when I was snorkeling. It was actually something when I partnered with the Inky List, the brand um, that I was able to work with to launch this brand. Um, that's one of the things I'm really grateful for when working with them is that they were able to use their industry experience to really scout out all the different ingredients that are out there and really see which ones would uh, not only resonate with me, but um, be you know as uh, sustainable and responsible as possible. And that was one at the top of the list. With such a massive following, Hiram's candid advice is bound to face backlash from some of his followers and random internet trolls. I appreciate all feedback and I, I think when communicated respectfully, there's so much that we can learn from each other. And that's the main thing when it comes to my product reviews is that I always want to be in a position of being able to learn. I think one of the beautiful things about the skincare community is that when it comes to a product, there are so many different opinions. Someone can love the formula from an ingredient standpoint, but hate the experience. Someone can love the experience, but hate the formula. And this is not just isolated to consumers. This is also present within dermatologists. The amount of times I've seen a dermatologist recommend like a really harsh facial scrub um, while simultaneously a different dermatologist is saying it's one of the worst products you can use at your face. It just shows how much, you know, different discourse there is in the community and how much, you know, opinion and personal experience does affect the overall skincare experience. Hiram has become an in-house expert for many on their skincare journey. I definitely feel um, pressure and I try not to think about it too much because I psych myself out when I do. Um, but I think you know, nodding back to that focus on transparency and authenticity. I would so much rather share my real, genuine, organic thoughts about something than feel, you know, pressured to um, talk talk about a product a certain way because I don't want to get flack for it. Um, so long as I'm doing the proper amount of, you know, learning about ingredients and formulations from you know, licensed professionals. Um, I don't. I don't want to be. You know, feel like I have to have a certain opinion, and so I just try not to think about it. And I post my videos, and I try to learn as much as I can, listen to my audience whenever they're ready to correct me. And it's been really cool to see how many you know dermatologists or estheticians reach out to me and you know, 
um, thank me for for the content that I do. And, and I really appreciate it because all I want to do at the end of the day is just help people get better skin. <laughs> but that's it, just help people with their confidence. I truly do think that, you know, um, anyone can do anything that they put their mind to. Um, you just gotta believe in yourself. It sounds so cliche, but you know, it's true. You gotta cling on to that hope. You gotta believe in yourself. You can make you know, things happen. So I hope if nothing else, my story is able to show people that, you know, if, if there's another you know, little boy out on a cattle ranch um, who's gay and not able to feel like he's supported in an environment who stumbles across my videos. I hope that if nothing else, it can show him or anyone else that, you know, anything is possible if they put their mind to it. Do something for yourself and for the environment. Purchase Selfless by Hiram at your local Sephora or at selflessbyhiram.com. Pride is a production of Straw Hut Media. If you like the show, leave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Then follow us on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Pride. And tune in weekly for more. Be sure to share this episode with your friends and subscribe for more stories from amazing queer people. If you'd like to connect with me, you can follow me everywhere at Levi Chambers. Pride is produced by me, Levi Chambers, Maggie Bowles, Ryan Tillotson, Caitlin McDaniel, and Brandon Marlowe. Edited by Silvana Alcala and Daniel Ferreira. Sound mixing by Silvana Alcala. I love that that authenticity is really ingrained in not only your personal brand, but also in you know the products that that you create and that you bring Thank to the world. You. And products which I have with me. Actually. Oh my gosh, um, thank you. Yeah. <laughs>